Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a long layoff. We're back. Trade Talk, LA Echo here. I know a lot of you have been missing me, and you've probably been wondering what's been going on. And truth be told, I haven't made episodes because I haven't really seen the point. It's been a lot of the same kind of stuff. How many times can I talk about inflation and Fed yields? We already know what the play is. But however, now that we're seeing some rumblings in crypto again, I think it is a great opportunity to introduce a Sune collage, a good friend of mine. We've had a lot of extensive conversations, and I really want to introduce him and have him on this show because I am more so what people would think is a crypto bear, or at least a BTC bear. And I want someone who could give me a very objective opinion and actually be pro-crypto uh, so I can have a fair opinion. The name of this episode and the name of the game that we're talking about this time is, it is my opinion that uh, this is Musical Chairs, a retrospective of 2008 with a splash of social media. I know that sounds like a weird and odd title, but in this episode, you'll understand what we mean by a retrospective of 2008 with a splash of social media. So again, I'd like to introduce Asune. How are you, man? I'm doing good, doing good. So I know we talk all the time and I've even approached you about starting my own coin. (laughs) This was uh, last year. And I'm just so curious to get your opinion on some things as I'm seeing what's going on in the crypto market currently and just, just, just framing everything, I'm seeing where these ridiculous coins, as they say, meme coins, have been running it up. People have been chasing behind them. And I just look at the markets and I say, people know that this is manipulation, yet they will attach themselves to the manipulation, but they're not paying attention to the nuance of how the inflation of a manipulated coin is working. What I mean by this is that in 08, a person could have three, four homes using leverage, which are home equity lines. Not even that the credit was great. They just had the equity in the home. In this particular case, how are people buying all this crypto and claiming to be making all this money? And I just wanted to get your opinion because I'm lost. Well, you know, that's actually an interesting question. And I think most of the retail traders in the United States are clueless to the fact. Um, if you ever wonder about your Dogecoin pump, all you have to do is go on Coin Market Cap, then click on Dogecoin, then go to Markets, and you'll notice something funny. There's a whole lot of leverage. Tra- There's a whole lot of leverage trading coming out of Binance and other platforms. Aha, aha. So again, like we're saying, a retrospective of 08, leverage trading. So people are taking the fact that they have access to easy credit and some cases I've seen where they're giving people 20 to 1 on... No, 125x. Whoa, 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 wow. That's even bigger than I was thinking. They're giving them massive amounts of leverage. So when you now get a correction, most of these people were wiped out of their positions then because they would have taken more of the maximum leverage, in my opinion, uh, because, you know, and you can answer me this, you're, you're more um, in tune, but it's my opinion that most people aren't putting up a large amount of money when they buy, whether long or short crypto, most people are long, very few are short, 
So they're using a lot of leverage to even get something out of it. So when you get a correction, most of those people got sold out of the position, I would assume. Oh, it was actually massive liquidations. Uh, something that was going around in the crypto sphere was um, Jason Sons. He actually has a position, uh, open leverage right now of over a billion dollars in Ether uh, that he's actually leveraging um, the stake uh, in a stability pool called liquidity. But I think there was a total of maybe $7 billion in uh, liquidations. And also, you know, if you if you go over there and load up, you take a thousand dollars and it swings like a sorry, I kind of lost uh Asune. Hold on. Oh, sorry yeah. about that. No, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, you take a thousand and you leverage it oh, up. Oh, you take a thousand and you leverage it up and you you're swinging with hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. <laughs> Hey, there's wow. a bro broke man turns rich in that in that in that casino. That is true. That is true. So, so the I would say that the I guess the gleaming the, the the gleaming ring everyone is reaching for, like you know, like if it was Lord of the Rings or something, is that the average man can take their little bit of money and turn it into a lot of money using cryptocurrency and leverage. Now, when I look at that. The first thing that I say is that the average man or let's say the bulk of America or the globe doesn't get rich in these scenarios. Um, you know, this is my opinion, not so much a question to you, but they don't get rich in these scenarios. Generally, what happens is you get wiped out again. Go back to 08. The average person was becoming a millionaire off of real estate, especially with holdings. And in the end, the average person was in the bankruptcy line along with the large corporation and the only ones that were able to hold on were people who could understand valuations and actually were either very contrarian or very conservative. So I bring that point up uh, just so you can elaborate. It's not even a question, but this isn't meant for the average person to make money. What you keep hearing is that crypto is this generational wealth builder. But as we just spoke about with leverage, they're being fooled and conned into buying um, uh, coins that don't have any sort of function and then being, being I guess you could say, uh, <laughs> being convinced that when buying those coins and being able to leverage what you, your money to buy more of those coins, it'll turn into something when in reality, it's wiping most people out. I could say so. That's that's my opinion. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I definitely think it's wiping most people out because um, you, you'll see this thing where a guy, they'll get into a Dogecoin, a Shiba Inu or something like that. And what they'll see is you get these massive gains, but where is the base of these gains? You don't have a protocol. You don't have a network. You don't have a project. I've actually seen some of these these projects. They have anonymous teams. So when you do get hit with that 50% drawdown, you can't have conviction off of a meme. If you do, that's just pure idiocy. <laughs> well, you know, when we were having a conversation earlier, you were talking about lotto. And, I, I, and what I liked to dovetail off of that lotto concept was like, this is, this is, the, this is the charade. 
and again, why my short is the way my short is structured, and I love it to death, and I and I, that's why I won't close it. The charade is, it's lotto, and how do people? How does the average person play lotto? A little bit to win a lot, and you have these masses that are willing to bet a lot of a little. What I mean by a lot of a little is a little leverage to a lot, and you'll keep and they keep doing it. And every time we receive a correction, it wipes them out. No different than Forex where I'm gonna load my account with $500, $1,000. You lever it all the way up, you're wrong, it wipes you out. Very, it's just a very interesting concept as to why um, people are, are going for it. But my question to you is like, the average person, why is it that they can't really, it, it, well, do you have an opinion that they can't get rich off of this? That's my opinion, but what's your opinion? You know, what's your opinion? My, my issue with the, I believe the average person can get rich off this, but there's a big caveat to that. You can't FOMO into this thing. This thing has to be done with dollar cost averaging over years of time. And that's not sexy. That's not cool. Most people don't want to do that. They want to wait to their this big FOMO and they think Bitcoin at 65,000. I mean, just look at the math of it. Let's say Bitcoin is $65,000. We 3X to 350. Uh, that, that's three times your money. That's not going to do anything for you. That's so, so their whole premise of how they're going to get rich, it doesn't even have any logical basis. They just want to get in the hoopla. At the best, you're just a cheerleader for somebody who actually had the balls to hold it at $5 or $10 or whatever it may be. That's a good point. Yeah. You're just, you're adding to the inflated value and pushing it up, which even leads me back to this other part um, where I was saying in my old uh, podcast about inflation being one of these aspects. And we're seeing this aggressive inflation that's happening in the market. But what was the key thing a lot of people said? And I want you to answer this because this is hopefully you're, you could correct this, my, at least my reasoning for it. A lot of people are saying that BTC is a inflation hedge. Well, why is it falling and inflation is going up? Inflation is going up aggressively, yet it's going down. What are your thoughts? Um. I, I honestly believe that the whole market got extremely too hot. It turned into a casino with unnatural events and it's going down. It, it, it was unsustainable support. Because mm -hmm. like I said, I, I tell you a story. Um, when uh, some guy I was speaking to, college educated nurse hit me up on Facebook. He asked me about some coins because I'm in the industry. He, he said he brought up, uh, I'll say, I call, I call them shit coins, the dog coins, the dudes, the shitty banus. And, you know, I gave him some logical advice. I told him a great project where you can stake the asset and get 12% back annually on top of the uh, extra value that the asset gets, the polka dot project. This is safe. I told him as long as you can get under 100 bucks, buy it every month, dollar cost average. He told me 
that I, I'm not really trying to do that right now. I'm trying to hit. So, but which one of you of these do you think is good? And I get hit, and I thought to myself, what makes you think you're going to be the one? It, it doesn't make any sense to me because I, I held my coins uh, probably like 2017, uh, it rode the whole crash, bought some more, had a little conviction. But this time around, I stepped up my trading skills to become advanced. The, mo the average in investor or the people who buy it, they're not going to do these things. I'm shorting. I have stop losses. It takes a lot to actually be successful at a high level when you're doing this. And, you know, and this, and this is not my full-time thing. I, I, I thank you for pointing that out um, about how much more technical parts there are to it because what we have been seeing, especially as you said that, I had another, fr I had a friend of mine who he was so envious of how everyone else was making money at this. I have a friend, he put up 2,000, he's got 200,000 now on Shibu Inu. Man, I just didn't get in early enough. He, you know, loads up his account, puts it in. Elon Musk says, uh, uh, Doge is a racket. <laughs> and he loses all his money the next day, or literally on Monday. And I laughed about it. And I, I told him, as I was saying in the beginning of this episode, what the title of this episode is, it's musical chairs. And I told him before he loaded his account, I said, this whole thing is simply musical chairs. And like you said, what says you will be the one? What says you'll be the one who finishes this game of musical chairs? There's no rhyme to why it's going to be this way. It takes too much mathematics and other aspects to soundly understand the stuff that actually makes sense. So this one that makes no sense, it's like, yeah, you know, you just got to get in at the low enough of a number. That's what the whole strategy is. You're putting up tens of thousands of dollars or a few, which I really don't even think it's tens of thousands. I think it's a few hundred dollars. But as it gets better, people put up tens of thousands. That's what you're putting it up on. And in essence, that's what you're really doing to see, did I get in at the right amount of time? That's what you're doing. That's insanity. So when I'm short the position, as it goes to the overall thesis of what I'm doing, um, that's why I'm willing to be so big on the short side, because I know the average person is doing it based off of, hopefully I get in at the right sp spot. <laughs> no, I, I, it's, it's insanity. No, I actually loaded up more shorts uh, when somebody conveyed a tweet to me of uh, uh, Meek Mills said he's buying more Sheila Inu. And that, that sent me a signal. You got this much money and you're getting guided that wrong. How many other fools do you have with you? Yes. <laughs> Very much so. And okay, so, so let's take another, it's, it's not veering off, but I, I have this question too. I'm just curious. So what happens as, as it pertains to, um, all right, I'm going to buy more Shiba Union. I'm going to put up 50 grand. So you're going to buy it off of this, um, some exchange that obviously you got to get a VPN and do all this extra stuff to put it into. Are people really willing to put 50 grand up in some random old place like this? You know what I'm trying to say? Well, no, you know, we actually, the way they're getting it is a little bit different. They got this okay. thing called MetaMask. It, it's a, a decentralized, it hooks you up with all the decentralized exchanges now. So you don't have to have anybody custody your, your um, assets. So, no, they made it so, it, it's, it's, it's a, it, to me, it's a crime that such great technology is used for trash like that. 
the remember you were talking about how um, <laughs> i'm just laughing as you were talking about this is the first time i feel that accredited investor makes some sense no I, no no I, no i really believe it accredited investor actually makes sense because you have this ingenious platform that allows two parties to swap two different type of things without any intermediary. And the best thing that you could put up there for people's introduction is, is doo-doo coin or whatever you want to call it. it, it it's terrible. Like mm -hmm. you actually, I, right now, um, there's this website called Gamak. You can go to Gamak, leverage your, your, uh, your ether, zero interest. They'll give you a stable coin. Then you can stake it for 28%. That's, you know, what? that's like, Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's nice. Yeah, it's hundred percent zero interest. Uh, you only have to collateralize your loan. Maybe uh, I think they do hundred and ten percent, but it's recommended to do maybe hundred and sixty, just so you don't get liquidation. But they're they're giving this type of power. But you got doo doo coin every. Oh man, no, the gains from Dogecoin are so unrealistic that they don't. They make crypto regular crypto gains, which are unrealistic, look bad. Yeah. If, if I, I look at if I look at the chart right now, Dogecoin was actually the best investment in crypto. <laughs> if you just if we're just going off a straight numbers perspective. But if you have people who got diluted with that, they won't even want to touch the space because they want they're going to want that. They don't mm -hmm. care about the like you ever seen that meme they have with the guy with all the gold chains on it says I'm here for the technology. <laughs> you can get a bunch of that. <laughs> this, this is pure lunacy. Um, and I, I <laughs> it makes me crack up. It makes me crack up. So I want to get your opinion on this part. So, and then let me preface it with mine. So my next part of this, as I look, look at things and I say, oh, wow, we have an issue where the Fed is going to have to raise rates at a point. I'm not talking about in this year. I don't think they raise rates in this year, period. Uh, I think you get a fourth stimulus uh, coming into this budget reconciliation in June, and they probably deliver it before unemployment cuts out, and you'll probably have a steady, you know, more stimulus rolling through. But next year, the Biden tax plan is unveiled. And I think in some point of next year or the end of next year, probably get a rate hike um and i say this because you cannot sustain inflated prices the problem with inflated prices is that you don't get to go backwards and what i mean by you don't get to go backwards once people know and feel my labor is 15 dollars, my house is now 500 or a million dollars though the house wasn't worth that they don't want to take less until it systematically breaks down then they have to take less this is, a re again, retrospective 2008. No one would take less for the house till the bank wouldn't lend for the house. So the system must cripple in its whole self in order for it to work. So I say, because a lot of this run-up, a lot of it had to do with government liquidity, it will have to taper. I don't think you know the, the crypto market just crashes and goes to hell. That's not what this episode's about. Um, actually, the episode's more so I can get a contrarian view of what my thesis is and then to further you know elaborate on my thesis but i feel getting that fed taper and tr 
trying to control inflation will really flatten out what's going on in crypto. That's my opinion. I want to get your opinion on where you think things are. Um, right now, I think, I think right now in crypto, there needs to be a shakeout. And I, I need, it needs to probably get all the dumb money out and we can get to innovation. Because if you don't have real projects with real, this delivering real value, there's no need in having coins. Yeah, I mean, stuff's doing nothing. You know, I'm, I'm not even trying to cut you off. I'm just like, it's doing nothing. This is the craziest thing. No, I mean, I, I can tell you about great projects that do great things, but as long as uh, I think, I think what, what 17,000, 20,000%, you got 20,000 Dogecoin, great projects will go silent to the public. And the only people who will be able to get a taste of it are real investors or people like Ben Bucci or uh, AZ106. It's in your best interest to try asking you when I'm in a better mood. So, yes. Wow. And, and, that's, and that's another thing, too, for some of the people out here who do invest. Because if you're, if you're one of those guys who want to gamble in some of these low-market coins, just, just make sure that you're looking. If you see uh, Adrian Hordowitz or something like that, Coinbase Ventures, they're not gambling but if you don't see anything you're probably gambling <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and i think a lot of people don't even have um that perspective to it you know like i said my friend was just doing it because he's like yo other people are making money i gotta make money and it's like no that that, that that's that's lunacy <laughs> so let's get into this other part um because especially my last episode and most people fought me tooth and nail about regulation so you know you were one of the first to even tell me about like hey china's over here trying to regulate i saw some people say ah what does it matter china wants to regulate they regulate twitter they regulate apple those companies aren't out of business or anything and i'm just looking at the person who's saying this and like all right so what's up with your spot prices then <laughs> uh that's just china's regulation you haven't even started getting to other people's regulation yet and it's gonna happen they're not going to let some crypto dominate their dollar so <laughs> let me get your opinion on you know regulation as it happens with um these sovereign nations um no uh, regulation is going to come I'm, I'm actually a CISO at a at unbanked we're, we're neobanked uh, right now we're actually going to get our bit license from a nybfs and if you're in america you're going to get regulated you're going to get taxed. The, the IRS, I think they, they're, they're spending that money in advancing their cobalt system so they can get machine learning because a lot of people think they're just getting not hit because they're lucky. It's, no, the IRS doesn't have the resources. And, um, and, you're, and you're going to have a lot of issues with that because China is going to want their piece. The United States of America is definitely going to want their piece. And as you get the re regulation, it'll stifle innovation for some. Because if, if you really were in this space, you would know that the Mavericks and the Movers and the Shakers are in places like Malta and Switzerland. They're not mm. in America. <laughs> <laughs> but if you, if you peel back this, this, this advanced onion, it, it's more complex than the average person thinks it is. And... You know, you know, I tell you an interesting story too. Um, I was like, I guess when you call one of those like child geniuses. So when I was like a kid back in 99, I actually had 
Oh man, I you cut out. Now I can hear you. Yes. Uh, the head. I was the uh, head of IT. I was a young kid around 15 during the dot com boom. This is in '99. San Diego Business Cards dot com. Nice. And I remember all the adults. Everybody wanted to get rich. Everybody wanted to get this money. And and in reality, technology doesn't work that way. Everything did happen like they said it was going to happen, but it didn't happen in 99. And a lot of people lost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, but if you if you invested in a real company like Google, Yahoo, the things that were going to make it, you would have got rich. But if you would have invested in pet.com, what's the word? What do they say? Wrecked? Yes. <laughs> And, and and what's even funnier is that what was it a cute name or the other company I remember from back then there was one who like all they did was sell beanie babies it was something like it was, it's too old for me to remember but literally the, the company just handled beanie babies like it, it's absolutely retarded you know but it sounds cute and it's easy to digest and Google was not easy to digest back then Amazon was not easy to digest back then. <laughs> no, no, and that's and that's what I believe will happen in the crypto markets. You'll have these boom and bust cycles, and the real things that are actually going to get market depth and market penetration, most of them miss because it's a little too complicated and not sexy. <laughs> yeah, wow, you, you you hit it on the head, man. You hit it on the head. I mean, I you know I, I really appreciate minds like yours. Um, you know, as we're kind of kind of, uh, I don't want to say even wrapping it up, uh, but I want to make sure you give your angle as to why the crypto market, you know, after this shakeout, why does it continue forward? You know what I'm saying? Like, hmm. because to some people's minds, you get a, you get this stuff dipping below 20 and some will say, oh man, the ride's over. But I don't think people like you believe that. I have, I, I believe we, we see somewhere around 18,000. I don't, I don't think that it happens within the next week or two, like most people think. I just think it, 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 it finds itself there over the course of the next few months, and I'm willing to wait. But it's not even about that. I more so want to understand from person in your peer view, after you get this shakeout, what keeps crypto alive and going forward? Because the shakeout, much like 17 will get people to stop messing with it again. You know, like the average person will stop messing with it again because they would have taken such a beating. They, they're going to stop. Well, what, what keeps crypto forward is when we get away from cryptocurrency and we, we lock in on blockchain. Mm-hmm. See, and there's so much emphasis on these games. Nobody actually understands the technology because what we're actually unlocking is what it's called Web 3.0. Mm-hmm where you have a decentralized web where different blockchains can actually talk to each other and there's no intermediary of your data. This system can, is put in place. Because right now, like I said, like I said, when you go get these uh, collateral-based loans of Ethereum and for stablecoins for 0% interest, there's no KYC. They don't, they don't have That's to look- insane. Yes, no, it's all done. It's all executed through smart contracts and everything is validated. This system will dominate eventually. But like I said, most people don't understand the whole tech. 
This, this system that they're on right now is Ethereum 1.0. They're releasing Ethereum 2.0. It scales out to 2,000 transactions per second. You'll be able to do an atomic swap for around 10 to 50 cents. They have another project called Polkadot. It's actually by Dr. Gavin Woods. He actually makes interoperable blockchain. So Bitcoin will be able to speak to Ethereum. Ethereum will be able to speak to Cardano. See, a lot of these people who are chasing these games, they have a tribalist, uh, tribalism man, uh, mentality where they believe that only one can win. Mm -hmm. For this thing to truly win, all of the chains have to be connected and interoperable and, and scalable. But that'll happen in time. Mm -hmm. and, and when Which is what most people don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't want to do that. They don't want to do that. But I guess like the guy CZ says, if you hold, you'll be rich. But for anybody who's like hearing that type of thing from a person who held, if you really want to do that, I suggest that you get educated. You learn all of your opportunities so you can get into, instead of a defensive posture, you can get an offensive posture. Because right now I'm sitting here, I got a 43, what was it, a 4350 short position on Ethereum currently with 10 times leverage. For 32 beautiful. Ethereum. Beautiful. So that's 320. And it's working good right now. But, I'm, I'm, but until you're comfortable making decisions like that, people should be real safe with what they're doing. And don't invest more than you can on a technology that you don't understand. It will change the world. And some people will get lucky front running it. But if you're investing in doo-doo coin this and doo-doo coin that, you're going to be a part of the REC committee. Man, Sune, I, I couldn't say it any better myself. I think you, you covered it from both perspectives of the strong case in point, which actually opened my eyes even more. So I'll definitely be asking more questions about that. Um, and even more so with, uh, you know, the negatives. I just really appreciate you taking the time to come on here. I think we covered most of the points, unless you had any other points that you wanted to say. Um, I will kind of wrap up on my side unless you have any other things that you want to say oh no no it was, it was a great conversation and i think this conversation actually needs to be out there because like like that person asked me he wanted the, the shit coins over viable projects i knew in my soul there had to be a shakeout and mm -hmm. and i want people to understand that i know that you wanted money i know that you wanted to get out of your situation but that's not the way and when and, and you know the other part that it it just piques my interest is that when you take these positions and you get beaten in them really bad, you don't even know when they're coming back. Um, you're hoping again, and just like in stocks, <laughs> when you when you learn, you don't get into something praying it works out. You know, I mean, here let's let's let, let me even say it a little better because when we're saying praying, let me juxtapose. Uh, Elon Musk is God for a second. You're hoping God gets on SNL and says the right thing. That's that's pretty much what you were hoping for. Yeah, and, and, and that's, ins that's insane. That, that's it. So so when you now are in a position and you're underwater, you're waiting for God to come and save you. And the fact that that's the mentality again, I I, I harp on it so strong. You're. <laughs> 
it's not going to work because how can you even see over the bushes? In my case scenario, why I, I harp my short so much is that there's enough of people doing the exact example I just gave. That's why I'm willing to be so short and so big on the short. Because of enough of those people doing that, with, with as much anxiety that's in this country, it's, it's one point that I love to make about this whole thing. Most people have a bunch of anxiety. They, they're very afraid of, of how they handle their money. I believe the majority head for the exit at the same time when they see it doesn't fall through for them. I can't tell you how many people hit me up that haven't talked to me in like probably like two months because they've been riding it all the way up. And if they, and I wondered, and I, and I went back and I said, okay, from when we started getting this Bitcoin to when they started hitting me up, the fall was faster than the amount of time it took for them to rise. <laughs> so I was just, I was just kind of looking, I was like, yeah, the short's still better. And it's still, and it still holds true. You know what I mean? Like I got this short in less than 24 hours. It took two months to get to where these numbers are. And you're and, and, and in that two months, you needed someone to say, hey, this is the best thing ever. Oh, you know what? I can't even let you go yet. I got another question. So Musk now says we're not going to be taking Bitcoin on Tesla purchases. <laughs> what okie doke was that one? You know what? To be truthfully honest, I used to give him this he was so rich that he might not be doing anything wrong type of vibe but i'm gonna have to say it's funny that a guy who peddles clean energy would say that i almost feel like he's trying to put it position himself to have all the um all the bitcoin mining with his batteries oh okay i lost you there something. I, I didn't notice it until I actually was looking at the um, Dogecoin numbers, because I was like, ah, Elon probably doesn't have nothing. It, he wouldn't mess that little bit of money. And when it was he, when it was hot on the leverage trading side, it was doing like 16 to 18 billion dollars in trading a day. Wow. So I, I think that's enough for anybody to want to shave some points. <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> right? Gotcha. Dang. Jesus. The value, the value. Check the volume on Binance. It's ridiculous. That's. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that this <laughs> evening, bro. Asune, man, I, I really appreciate you, man. I'm not gonna hold you much longer here. Uh, I did just want to drop that little bit of tidbit. Um, again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tra tuning into another episode of Trade Talk. I know we've been away for a little bit. Uh, I actually have a few topics that I feel like speaking about now, so I'm gonna have uh, the next few episodes go live soon. Um, I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Everyone, take care. Thank you very much. Yo, as soon as.